ho ho welcome everyone to campfire creatures i'm your host greg ahira i want to give a big thank you to all of my loyal listeners throughout this year i just started this for fun and now thousands of downloads later i'm still learning my trade but it's been a fun journey so far so thank you again for listening and i hope you have a safe and wonderful holiday season without further ado I introduce you to today's story. I introduce you to today's story, which is episode 14, The Beast's Lair. So sit back, relax, do whatever it is you're doing, and enjoy the show. Chapter 1. The Lost Journey In the heart of a piercing winter, as the sun dipped below the horizon, casting long shadows across the snow-blanketed landscape, two families, the Claudes and the Millers, found themselves wandering off course on a remote forest service road. Wrapped in the excitement of a weekend getaway to a secluded campground, a wrong turn had taken them into the unknown. The Claudes, with their jovial laughter and light-hearted banter, tried to keep spirits high. Bryce Claude, a burly man with a booming laugh, cracked jokes, while his wife, Anna, with her calming presence, reassured the children that this was all part of the adventure. In the other car, the Millers, led by the ever-practical George and his wife, Emily, an avid lover of nature, echoed similar sentiments, their voices a blend of optimism and underlying concern. As the evening chill set in, the once clear skies clouded over, shrouding the forest in an eerie darkness. The dense trees, like silent sentinels, seemed to watch as the car's headlights struggled to pierce the gloom. The children's laughter faded, replaced by whispers of uncertainty, their eyes wide with a mix of fear and excitement. The journey, meant to be a break from the city's cacophony, had taken an unexpected turn. Fuel was running low, the GPS signal lost in the labyrinth of trees. Each turn in the road only seemed to delve deeper into the forest's heart, where the canopy above blocked out the stars, and the only sound was the crunch of tires on the frozen gravel. The adults exchanged nervous glances, their earlier confidence waning as the realization dawned that they were well and truly lost. Despite their efforts to keep a brave face for the children, the growing unease was palpable. The forest, with its towering pines and hidden depths, held secrets in its shadows. As night fully claimed the sky, the temperature dropped, and a sense of urgency took hold. They needed to find shelter, warmth, and perhaps most importantly, a sense of safety. Little did they know, the forest had already begun to weave its dark tapestry around them, drawing them deeper into a tale of survival and fear. And there, in the heart of the woods, where the line between civilization and the wild blurred, their true journey was about to begin a journey that would test their courage, their bond, 
and their very understanding of what lurks in the unseen corners of the world. Chapter 2 The Cabin in the Woods The night, now fully upon them, wrapped the forest in a cloak of impenetrable darkness. The families, driven by a primal need for shelter, pressed on, their eyes straining for any sign of respite. It was then, as hope seemed to dwindle like the dying day, that the faint silhouette of salvation emerged through the thickets an old, seemingly abandoned cabin, nestled in a clearing deep within the woods. The cabin, cloaked in snow and shadow, stood as a relic of simpler times. Its wooden walls, weathered by seasons and time, held the promise of refuge. Relief washed over the families like a warm tide. With a collective sigh, they decided to take shelter for the night. As they approached, the rustic charm of the cabin became apparent. Its quaint appearance, reminiscent of a hunter's retreat, offered basic comforts a stone fireplace, wooden furniture, and windows that peeked out like wary eyes into the forest. But as they settled in, the cabin revealed its oddities. Large, irregular footprints circled the structure, disappearing into the woods. The furniture inside seemed oddly placed, as if hastily rearranged. A feeling, subtle yet undeniable, began to creep into their minds, the eerie sensation of being watched. The night, unyielding in its depth, pressed against the windows. The families, huddled together, tried to shake off the chill that had little to do with the cold. The children's laughter, once a beacon of joy, now echoed slightly hollow against the wooden walls. As they prepared for bed, laying out sleeping bags and blankets, a sense of unease settled over them. The crackling fire did little to ward off the chilling draft that seemed to seep through the cabin's bones. Shadows danced along the walls, forming shapes that weren't entirely the product of the flickering flames. Outside, the forest held its breath, the usual nocturnal chorus strangely muted. Inside, the families lay awake, each lost in their thoughts, listening to the creaks and groans of the old cabin. It was as if the very air around them whispered secrets, secrets that belonged to the woods, secrets that were best left undiscovered. And as they drifted into an uneasy sleep, none could shake the feeling that this cabin, this simple shelter, was not merely a haven from the storm, but the heart of something far more ancient and unknowable a gateway to mysteries as old as the forest itself. Chapter 3 Unsettling Discoveries As the deep cloak of night enshrouded the cabin, the families tried to find solace in the warmth of the fire, its glow casting a temporary barrier against the encroaching darkness of the forest. They gathered around, attempting to revive the spirit of their intended getaway by sharing stories and laughter. Yet, the atmosphere was tainted with a lingering sense of disquiet. The children, with their keen sense of curiosity and heightened imagination, were the first to notice the oddities of the night. Hushed voices shared tales of rustling sounds just beyond the cabin walls a rhythmic thud, a scratch as if from a large animal, and a deep, guttural growling that seemed to resonate with the very ground beneath them. The adults, clinging to rational explanations, 
attributed these noises to the wind whispering through the trees or wild animals, common in the deep forest. They masked their growing unease with forced smiles, assuring the children that there was nothing to fear. But as the night progressed, the peculiarities within the cabin itself became harder to dismiss. Personal belongings appeared to be subtly moved from where they were left. The food supplies seemed tampered with, as if inspected by curious hands, or something else. And despite the roaring fire, a persistent chilling draft meandered through the room, bringing with it the faint, almost imperceptible scent of wet earth and pine. The families tried to settle in for the night, their laughter now subdued, their conversations turning to whispers about what might be lurking outside. The cabin, once a quaint refuge, felt increasingly like a fragile shell, vulnerable to the whims of the vast, wild forest that surrounded them. Outside, the moon, shrouded by thick clouds, cast an ominous pall over the landscape. The dense canopy of trees formed a barrier, a world away from any sign of civilization. In this isolation, the families felt the true weight of their situation stranded, cut off, surrounded by unknown dangers that prowled under the cover of darkness. As they huddled together, the line between reality and imagination blurred. Every sound, every shadow, seemed to hint at a lurking presence, a watcher in the woods. And as sleep finally claimed them, it was a restless slumber filled with uneasy dreams and the unshakable feeling that they were not alone in the cabin. Chapter 4 The Beast Revealed In the dead of the night, a thick silence enveloped the cabin. The families, tangled in uneasy dreams, were jolted awake by a sound that was unmistakably real a heavy thud against the cabin wall. Hearts racing, they huddled together, their eyes wide with a mix of fear and disbelief. Through the dim glow of the dying fire, a massive, shadowy figure loomed at the window. Its eyes, reflecting the firelight, bore into their very souls. The creature enormous, covered in matted fur, with a presence both terrifying and awe-inspiring was Bigfoot, the legendary creature of the woods. This cabin, it seemed, was its winter refuge, and the families had unwittingly intruded upon its domain. The beast, with movements both graceful and menacing, circled the cabin. Its heavy steps thudded against the frozen earth, and its deep, guttural grunts filled the air with a primal terror. The families watched, frozen in place, as the creature's curiosity about these unexpected intruders became palpably clear. Fear and fascination clashed within the cabin. Some whispered of legends and folklore, while others grappled with the stark reality of their situation face to face with a creature of myth, alive and breathing, just beyond the fragile barrier of the cabin walls. The creature's initial curiosity soon morphed into agitation. The flickering lights and muffled sounds from within the cabin seemed to disturb it. As it moved, its massive form was intermittently illuminated by the firelight revealing glimpses of its rugged hide and powerful limbs. Panic began to set in among the families. The children clung to their parents, their eyes wide with unspoken questions. The adults, struggling to maintain a facade of calm, 
hastily discussed what to do. Voices trembled as they spoke of barricading the doors and windows, their minds racing with thoughts of protection and escape. In a tragic turn, the creature, perhaps feeling threatened by their presence, began to attack the cabin. Its immense strength was evident as windows cracked under the force of its blows and the wood of the door splintered. The families recoiled in horror, realizing that their refuge had become a cage and they were trapped with an ancient force of nature. As the night wore on, the cabin once a place of safety transformed into a battleground. The air was filled with the sounds of breaking glass, splintering wood, and the heart-stopping roars of the beast. The families huddled together, bracing for what was to come, as the line between legend and reality was irrevocably shattered. Chapter 5 Clash of Worlds The night had turned into a surreal nightmare as the cabin, once a quaint shelter in the woods, was now under siege. The families, gripped by a terror they had never known, scrambled in the dim light, their panicked breaths a stark contrast to the creature's ferocious roars outside. In a desperate bid for safety, the parents feverishly worked to barricade the doors and windows, using whatever furniture they could. The heavy dining table, chairs, and even the old bookshelf were pushed against the entry points, a frail defense against the immense power that lurked just beyond. Outside, the creature's shadow moved with an eerie intelligence. More curious than aggressive at first, it seemed puzzled by the lights and sounds emanating from the cabin. But as the night deepened, its actions grew more agitated and deliberate, its powerful arms thumping against the wooden walls, each blow a terrifying reminder of its strength. Amid the chaos, the emotional toll on the families was palpable. The children, huddled under blankets, watched with wide, tearful eyes, while their parents exuded a mix of determination and fear. Whispers of reassurance were shared, laced with the unspoken understanding that their lives hung precariously in the balance. In a heart-stopping moment, the creature, perhaps feeling cornered and threatened by the unknown, escalated its assault. Windows shattered, showering the room with glass as its massive form loomed at the openings, its eyes glinting with a mix of curiosity and rage. The cabin shook under the onslaught. Boards cracked, nails screeched as they were torn from the wood, and the once secure doors buckled. The families recoiled, screaming, as the creature's arms reached through the broken windows grasping and tearing at the makeshift barricades. Amidst the terror, a chaotic dance of survival ensued. Parents shielded their children, their bodies trembling but resolute. Shouts and screams merged with the roar of the beast, creating a symphony of primal fear. The cabin, once a haven, had become a trap, and every second inside it felt like an eternity. As the night raged on, the families were faced with an impossible choice, to remain in the crumbling safety of the cabin or to brave the unknown terrors of the forest. With each passing moment, the reality of their situation grew more dire, and the thin veneer of civilization was stripped away, revealing the raw, 
untamed heart of nature in all its terrifying glory. Chapter 6 The Bloody Dawn As the long night wore on, the once peaceful cabin had turned into a scene straight from a nightmare. The relentless attacks by the mysterious beast had transformed it into a battleground, echoing with cries of terror and the sounds of destruction. The families, driven by sheer adrenaline and the instinct to survive, fought back with whatever they could find broken chair legs as makeshift weapons and heavy books thrown in a futile attempt to ward off the creature. But their efforts paled against the raw power of the beast. In a moment of heart-stopping bravery, Mr. Claude, driven by a desperate need to protect his family, made a daring decision. Grabbing a fire poker, he lunged towards the creature, trying to draw its attention away from the others. His actions, while valiant, were met with a tragic outcome. The beast, confused and enraged by the assault, retaliated with terrifying force. In a blur of movement, Mr. Kissy Claude was struck, his body thrown against the wall with a sickening thud. The sight of him, gravely injured, sent shockwaves of horror through the cabin. As the reality of the situation sank in, the cabin was filled with a mix of grief and terror. The families huddled together, their faces etched with pain and fear as they realized the gravity of their predicament. The creature, its eyes glinting in the dim light, seemed to pause, as if sensing the change in the air. The night, now reaching its darkest hour, was a cacophony of chaos. The creature, its curiosity turned to aggression, continued its relentless attack. The cabin's walls groaned and splintered under the onslaught, and the families were left with the stark realization that their sanctuary was about to fall. As the first light of dawn began to seep through the broken windows, the creature, perhaps sensing the approach of day, or satisfied with the terror it had inflicted, slowly retreated into the depths of the forest. Its departure was as silent and mysterious as its arrival, leaving behind a trail of destruction and a haunting silence. The families, now battered and broken, both physically and emotionally, gathered around Mr. Courier Claude, their sobs filling the air. The night had taken more than they could have ever imagined, leaving scars that would last a lifetime. As the light of dawn cast a pale glow over the cabin, it revealed the true cost of their encounter a night of unspeakable horror that would forever change their lives. Chapter 7 The Bitter Escape as the first rays of dawn pierced the shattered windows of the cabin, they illuminated a scene of devastation. The families, their faces streaked with tears and dirt, looked upon the aftermath of the night's horror. The cabin, once a symbol of refuge, now lay in ruins, its walls and doors battered, its interior a testament to their desperate struggle for survival. In the pale morning light, the reality of their loss was inescapable. Mr. Gar Claude, a beloved husband and father, lay motionless, a stark reminder of the brutal encounter. His sacrifice, made in a moment of sheer courage, cast a heavy shadow over the survivors. The air was thick with grief and shock. Quiet sobs echoed through the cabin as the families gathered their few remaining belongings. 
Their movements were mechanical, driven by the instinct to leave this place of sorrow behind. Yet each step was laden with the weight of what they had endured and what they were leaving behind. With heavy hearts, the families began their trek back to civilization. The forest, once a labyrinth of fear and darkness, now seemed less menacing under the light of day. But the shadows of the trees held a new meaning for them, a reminder of the unknown and the unseen dangers that lurked within. As they walked, the silence between them was profound, each lost in their own thoughts. The children clung to their parents, their eyes wide with a maturity born of survival. The adults, their faces etched with fatigue and sorrow, moved forward with a newfound resilience, a testament to the human spirit's ability to endure. The story of their encounter with the mythical creature of the woods would be met with skepticism by some awe by others. But for those who had lived it, it was a harrowing reality that would forever haunt their dreams. They had come face to face with a legend, survived, and emerged forever changed. Thanks for listening to Campfire Creatures. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support and grow our channel, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with Campfire Creatures and get more content, check out campfirecreatures.com. And remember, keep the fire lit.